0: Okay. Hmm. Let's see here. Uh Hmm. Hmm. Alex Films presents True Stories narrated by Jim I begin with a true story. There was this large Christian school having a graduation. And when I say large, the attendance was approximately 3000 people. The speaker had gotten there and was seated up front and as the pump and circumstance music began, the faculty files in, has a seat, and then the students begin. And as the students come in, this being a large auditorium, the speaker from up front could tell from the very back when this young girl entered the doorway, something was wrong. She had a scar from the top of her forehead all the way down her face. He could tell it even with her cap on. As she got closer, he could see the real damage. Her forehead had been split. It come down her nose and slightly pushed her nose to one side. Both lips had been split, and her chin had been split. Obviously, she had surgery, but even with surgery, it was bad. So, keep from staring, as human nature always wants to do. He obviously turn his eyes away and as the students all filed in all of a sudden the pastor grabs this speaker's arm and says if you've ever prayed in your life pray now and with that he gets up and walks away so this speaker is thinking what in the world is going on obviously he's looking around thinking what has happened here that we've got to pray. And as he looked around, he noticed the youth leader got up, different ones of the administration got up and walked out. They knew something was going on that he didn't know what was going on. About 15 minutes later, the pastor come back in and sat down, he says, pray. The speaker says, boy, I can pray a whole lot better if I knew what I was praying about. And he told his speaker, Did you notice the young girl who come down the aisle with a scar on her face? He says, Yes, I did. He says, What happened was that girl's family had a father who was an alcoholic, and he would come home on a regular basis and beat up their mother. And the mother always told the kids, Stay out of it. Stay out of it. Well, When she was about 14 years old, he come in, was brutally beating her mother and she couldn't take it. And she run and she jumped in between both and says, please don't beat my mother. The dad, in a drunken rage, picked up a butcher knife from the table and split her face right down from the top to the bottom. She almost died. It was so severe that it actually cut into the bone. She has had probably a dozen surgeries and that's still what is left of what you can see. Now, what happened was the father was tried and he spent approximately four years in prison. He got out yesterday and he just walked in the back door and he's sitting in this last seat from the last. We pulled this young girl out and told her, her father had came. Do you want us to have him leave? She says, no, put an extra rose on the table. As they do traditionally, each student will take a rose to their parents and give them a rose and go back and be seated. So as the ceremony become to an end, the students rose up to get a rose to take back to their parents and most everybody knew what was going on. They let this young girl go first. She picks up a rose. She goes back to her mother. It's dead silence you could hear what she said. Mom, pray for me. I want to forgive him. She come back and get another rose. She got about halfway back and stopped. And it appeared that she couldn't do it. But she took a deep breath and she walked back to her father and says, Dad... I love you. And Dad, I forgive you. Please love me. Everybody heard it. There was no altar call given as they do in churches on a regular basis, normally not at a graduation. But when that happened, there was probably about 500 people come down to the altar and seeking God. Because, you know, you can preach words in a message, but when a message of the gospel is lived out in person, it affects people. Because there's a God in heaven that gives us grace to be able to forgive. You see, we all quote the Lord's Prayer from time to time, but... Exactly after the Lord's Prayer, in Matthew 6, verses 14 and 15, Jesus said this, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your Heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. You see, we all want to go to heaven. And truthfully, we've all been wronged. But when we are wronged, we must forgive. Because if we do not forgive the people who wronged us, no matter what it may be, then God will not forgive us. I've been tempted to be bitter, but I'm thinking, you know what, I don't want my old sins coming back to me because I want to be forgiven. I've had the privilege for several years to be in and out of prison, to be able to speak to inmates. I've been on death row several times. I've been in the blocks where the worst of the worst prisoners are kept. And these are the people that their families most of the time has given up on them. Hard people. And I've been in one of these blocks, they call them. I've gone to the prisons where it's super They have done something bad in prison, they get put in this prison, and they put them in cages when I preach to them. I can only speak to six at a time. They bring them in handcuffs and leg irons, put them in cages and lock them in. I remember one time, and every time I go into prison, I tell these men, I love you. And I was in a spot where two brothers also spoke up when I said, I love you, that I love you too. Because even hardened people responds to love. And I've told these men, what would it do for you if someone would send you a letter saying, I forgive you. I was on death row one time, which is called Privilege Death Row. I was speaking to nine men on death row. We were around a table setting, Privilege meaning that they was not in cages. We were sitting around a table. I was speaking to them. We had one guard and the, and the men. I'd go around the room and say, Brother, how are you? And how's your family? I remember one time this one brother spoke up him and says, I don't know how my family are doing because since I've come here, they've written me off. What good would it have do this man if someone would say, you're forgiven? That does not justify the crime that people have done, but to be able to forgive, think about this, there's probably someone in your life that you have done tremendously wrong and they may have nothing to do with you, what would it do for you if you would get a phone call or a letter and say, you're forgiven? Let's turn that around. There's people who's done you wrong and bitterness begins to set in and we want to see revenge. That's God's department. That you would simply pick the phone up Write a letter, text, and say, "I am wrong. Please forgive me." Thank you for listening to this true story brought to you by LX Films. If you'd like to see more of our content, please check us out on YouTube. We are also found on podcasts and other podcast streaming platforms. Thank you for listening.